talking all about that today. I love it. And now we are officially live. Uh, we will wait just a couple more minutes to for all our friends to be here. But for everyone that's joining us on, you know, Apple Podcast or Spotify, welcome to MaxWeb Video Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Today is a super special episode, episode 13. It's going to be a really lucky one because we have Sam Robson with us. And uh, he's going to go uh, through his history in a few moments during his slides. But I just want to take, uh, you know, a minute to really thank Sam for being here. Hi, Sam. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for having me, and I'm excited uh, excited to be here today. And uh, we're gonna have some fun. We talk about some really important stuff. We will, and you know, Sam was so uh, wonderful to actually create some really pretty, awesome slides for us. I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoy uh, you know pairing information with visuals, right? Big nerd over here, I admit it. It always sinks in really well when you know when I see notes, and uh, I actually have my notebook ready. So I'm going to take a lot of notes. I encourage you, all of you guys to do the same. Sam, now you you know you have to get in the skin in the skin of the professor, right? You have to teach all. Well, of us. my dad, my dad was actually a professor for like 40 years. So hopefully, some of it rubbed off on me. Oh my gosh! Well, even better. We we are so excited, and uh, it's it's kind of. Um, one of my, uh, I was telling Sam before this, so I'll just repeat it now for everyone. Uh, you guys know here at MaxWeb, we are huge nerds for making sure we have the best offers. Uh, you know, we work with a handful of product owners that create the offers for us, or we create them in-house. And Sam is actually one of the product owners that MaxWeb stands behind. Uh, we really, really like him as a human, and uh, he has created a really awesome offer. Um, and I know a lot of you guys, affiliates and, you know, smaller product owners, huge super affiliates at one point um, have, you know, all of us might have decided that uh, product owners have it easy. <laughs> we always think the grass is greener, right? So I really, you know, I asked Sam to spend a bit of time to walk us through the process of what it really means to create a supplements offer. One, because a lot of you want to switch from being an affiliate to being a product owner. Two, because it always seems super easy uh, what product owners do, right? And uh, just in general, to, to get some knowledge for us as we are huge nerds when it comes to traffic, but we need to understand uh, the product side a bit more. Well, Sam, if you're ready, I mean, I'm I'm ready. I'm just I'm going to say hello to everyone here in a moment. Hi, guys. Oh, so honored to have everyone live. So, Sam, if you're ready, is it cool if we pull the slides? Yep. So, okay, can we can we see the slides? We're good. They look beautiful. I like the purple. Oh, that's our our company colors. You can thank. Uh, Thank my my teammate Brian for I put together the content. He made the slides look all pretty and and yeah. random for us. So thank you, Brian. They look great. All right. So uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, how to launch a supplement offer. Um, and and we're going to focus on what I personally uh, believe and professionally believe is the most important part uh, of launching a supplement offer. That uh, for whatever reason it gets overlooked. Um, but it's it's super 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 important. So about me, um, how did I get here? I've been in and around the supplement industry in some way, shape, or form for about 11 years at this point. Um, and the big, the big turning point for me was uh, when I, I learned I would never walk again at the age of 26. Um, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm walking and running around now. Uh, but that's, that's what got me here. So for a little, con little context, at the time, uh, I was a, a health and fitness coach in, in Hollywood. Uh, I was working with actors, models, singers, um, even world champion esports players. I actually uh, was the uh, personal uh, health coach, fitness coach, trainer, and nutrition coach for a, a world champion Call of Duty team that trained out of Justin Bieber's old uh, mansion in the Hollywood Hills. You, you can't make make this stuff up. Uh, anyway, at that time, um, my brain gut connection got severed. I developed a functional gut condition, meaning the doctors couldn't see anything wrong, but there was very much something wrong. Um, I became allergic to pretty much every food on the planet, never had a food intolerance a day in my life um, before the age of, of 25. Um, uh, my digestive system stopped working. I was in pain no matter what I did or didn't eat. 
Um, all the blood tests were negative. The next step was stomach cancer. It wasn't that. So the doctors were like, you're on your own. So I had to help myself. So I used my uh, nutrition uh, and supplement uh, knowledge and researched more uh, using that background. And I created my own supplement program on myself and uh, healed, healed myself without a doctor and reversed every single food intolerance with the exception of uh, alcohol. My body still doesn't make that, that the enzyme that breaks it down anymore, but everything else I completely reversed and back to normal. So a couple of months after that, I'd finally gotten back into the gym and I had a training accident. Um, I, I injured my leg um, and I, I should have should have been healed in like six to eight weeks. I was actually really excited because I knew how to heal it. Um, long story short, months and months go by and everything is seriously, seriously wrong. So without going into the specifics of what was happening, um, I developed an ultra rare chronic and incurable neurological nerve condition called reflexive sympathetic dystrophy. Uh, it is the most painful chronic pain condition in the world. Uh, in fact, according to the McGill Pain Index, which is the uh, the index that doctors use to measure the level of their patient's pain, it's actually objectively more painful than both childbirth and amputation. It's absolutely excruciating. So what happened was my nerves had hijacked my brain and they were sending permanent uh, pain signals to my pain receptors. So it felt like every bone in my foot all the way up through my knee was both shattered and on fire at the exact same time. And I was losing the use of both of my hands to, to irreversible nerve damage. Um, and they wanted me to take, doctors wanted me to take all these really, really dangerous um, prescriptions. They wanted me to do spinal taps, but I couldn't even do that, even though I didn't want to, uh, because the doctors actually didn't get back to me. It was like the universe was calling out to me again, Sam, you just healed yourself of something the doctors couldn't help you with a couple months ago. Why not do it again? So I created my own uh, supplement program on myself and healed myself without a doctor and, and taught myself how to walk again uh, without a physical therapist. However, that was just the beginning of, of what got me to this point. So one of the symptoms of RSD is atrophy. So I lost about 70 plus percent of the muscle mass in my left leg within a couple months. It looked like it actually belonged to a child. Um, so I, I ended up actually being injured for a year and a half straight after I healed myself and taught myself to walk again um, because my body had broken down so much. Uh, and at that time, I was actually starting my first copy business and it really started taking off. Um, at the time, I was writing email copy for uh, for health and fitness businesses. And between, you know, being in chronic pain every single day, um, having a new business, navigating that, you know, managing and interfacing with, with clients, um, you know, financial pressures, all these different things, um, stress started to take over and literally shut down my body. Um, I had also suffered, uh, another fun fact, I've suffered from insomnia or some sort of sleep problem since I was 10. And uh, my sleep was even worse. Like I'd be in, literally I'd be in bed for about 11 to 13 hours a night just to maybe get five hours of sleep total. Um, I was 27. My body stopped producing testosterone. Um, my digestive system stopped working again. My immune system stopped working. I get a cold every other week. Or if I got a flu, instead of it lasting 10 days, it would last six weeks. Um, and all of my muscles actually stopped working as well. They stopped, literally stopped supporting my body because, um, stress had, had shut it down so much and the, the awful sleep made everything worse. So I was like, okay, dude, you brought yourself back from, you know, the seemingly untreatable, incurable twice before with supplements, do it again. So, uh, I dove into the research and I actually ended up creating, um, our, our products, XLPM, which is our, our natural, uh, sleep support and nighttime stress support supplement and exhale our daily stress support, um, on myself with no intention of them becoming products. I just formulated these things on myself that I knew were going to help that I knew based on the research were going to be the things that would bring me back. Uh, and they did bring me back. Um, and then, you know, for the next few years, I was, uh, I was writing copy in the supplement space for a bunch of multi seven eight nine figure uh, supplement companies that that you all you all know well, um, and that was how the Exhale supplement line, uh, Exhale PM and Exhale were were tr was, was truly born. Um, I realized that I had created these things on myself that had such a profound effect on my my life, and I had this background in supplement marketing and direct response. I had the ability to reach people, a lot of people now, help a lot of people with these with these products. So what do I do now? Um, so I'm the, the co-owner, uh, co-founder of Health and Happiness Labs, uh, where we have our Exhale supplement line, Exhale PM and Exhale. And I also run my own supplement consulting company 
where I help um, supplement uh, business owners and offer owners uh, formulate new products, new SKUs. Um, and I also help uh, first-time supplement offer owners. Uh, these are these have been people from ranging from doctors to um, successful uh, info product owners who are looking to expand um, their their business to service providers, whether they're you know media buyers or uh, copywriters, affiliates, what have you, who are looking to start their first supplement offer. Um, I help them with everything from formulation to launch. So the formulation, uh, manufacturing, fulfillment, compliance, uh, all of that stuff. So they can they can bring their their supplement uh, dreams to life. So why do I do what I do? Um, supplements quite literally saved my life, and I've seen them do the same for uh, for other people too. A lot of other people, um, and they are literally quite literally medicine when they're done the right way, and they should be treated accordingly. Um, I don't I don't mean to get political, but I saw something today. There's actually a, a bill in the state of California to uh, ban the sale of supplements in stores um, and to, to make fines for selling nutritional supplements um, even worse than those for uh, selling alcohol and tobacco. Uh, while the federal government is actually trying to make uh, health insurance cover uh, certain nutritional supplements, which is something I've been championing for, for years. But anyway, I, I say all of that because it's uh, they're literally medicine when they're done right, and they need to be treated accordingly. So during my copy career, um, I saw a lot of offers that did well, obviously. Um, and some of those had, were really good products um, that were really done right. And the companies also had their marketing dialed in. Um, but I saw even more supplement offers in this space that did really well. Their copy was great. Their, their traffic, their, their media buying was you know optimized and all that. Uh, but when it came to the quality of their products, I mean, I, I, I cringed. Um, and, you know, I do what I do because based on my experiences, both the health challenges that I've overcome as well as my uh, supplement marketing background, um, I really feel it's my duty, my responsibility, and my obligation to help business owners and aspiring uh, supplement offer owners get the best quality products out there in the market. Because um, it's really, really important, and you can change a lot of lives. And we're we're going to going to get into uh, all of the ways and reasons why that's so important um, in just a bit. So, how to start a supplement offer? Um, there is, like like Anna kind of touched on, there is a lot more that goes into it um, than than people think. A lot of people think, oh well, I just need to write a copy, put up a funnel, right. um, and I need to pick what kind of supplement I'm going to sell, and that's really it. Um, that's 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 not true. You know, you've got manufacturing, fulfillment, uh, label design, which is which is a lot more important than you would think. Um, FDA compliance, which actually goes hand in hand with label design. Uh, you want to have Nutra experience mids because uh, because these are ingestible products that you're selling. There's a higher uh, level of risk inherent there, and you want to make sure you have merchant processors who are comfortable with and experienced in the Nutra industry, uh, in the supplement industry, because um, you don't want to. Obviously, you don't want to get your mid shut down, but you also don't want to have rates that are exorbitantly high and just really eat into your into your margins, especially when you're doing, um, you know, running running CPA and 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 uh, other forms of, of paid paid media and stuff like that. Um, and dietary supplement insurance um, kind of goes without saying. Again, these are ingestible products that you are selling people that they will be putting in their bodies. Um, and yes, your manufacturer and your your fulfillment partner will have insurance that, to a degree, you may be able to piggyback off of, but you want to have your own. Um, one of my accountants actually told me a story uh, once about a client that they had where I think it was some sort of nutrition bar and they had a kosher halal certification uh, on the wrapper, but there was one like minor ingredient that actually didn't meet the certification and they didn't have their own insurance. They were just using, you know, the, the, uh, the manufacturers or something like that. And they ended up owing like 10 to $15 million simply because they didn't pay the, you know the twenty four hundred a year uh, for their for their own insurance, um, and we're going to go through a, a good amount of this stuff in just a bit. So, once you've determined what kind of supplement you're going to sell, what kind of supplement you're going to make, you have uh, a very very important decision ahead of you. So, to white label on demand or not to white label on demand? That is the question. So, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make uh, when they're trying to launch a supplement especially first-time supplement offer owners, is the idea that their only option is to white label on demand when that simply isn't the case. Now, now they can white, white label on demand, um, but they don't have to. And in just a second, I'm going to go into the, uh, the reasons and situations why that might make sense and when it might not make sense. 
So um, if you're not familiar with that term, white labeling on demand is this. There are companies that have these, they've created kind of these generic formulas. Uh, they have a catalog of them. So they're in, in massive, massive bulk. They'll say, pick which one you want. Um, we'll throw your label on it. We'll, we'll fulfill it and ship it out for you. Um, and you just pay us on demand. You pay us whenever you make a sale. Sounds great, right? Well, there, there are pros and cons uh, to this approach. So situations where it does make sense to go white label on demand, um, one is if you're seriously low on cash. So you know, if you're eager to, to get your supplement off the ground, um, but you, you just don't have the money to invest in inventory or formulation, um, and you want or you do, but you want to invest uh, the money in, uh, in, other, in other areas, whether it's your, your, your copy, if it's uh, consultants, if it's hiring a spokesperson, whatever it may be, um, there are actually ways around um, inventory, uh, excessive inventory investments and formulation investments that we will uh, we'll go through uh, later in this presentation. But if that if that's you, then maybe going white label on demand uh, could be a fit because it could allow you to have a product and not have to worry about upfront cash investments. Um, just a little personal aside: um, if you're seriously, seriously, seriously low on cash, probably starting a brand new offer in the supplement space uh, may not be the best. The best move, so you may want to wait a little bit. Um, but you know that is that is one scenario in which uh, going white label on demand makes sense. Another is if you're just looking for proof of concept. So there are some people who don't want to invest in launching a supplement until they know with um, they say absolute certainty, but as we know in, in direct response, uh, there's no such thing as truly absolute certainty. But having as much certainty as they can uh, that their product will sell to their existing audience uh, or to or to cold traffic. Like I said. Um, a good amount of the supplement consulting clients I work with, um, they want to start supplements to complement their uh, their info businesses, um, and so they want to make sure that what they're going to create is already going to be resonating with their list, so that they can have um, built in built in buyers. Um, however, there is another proof of concept strategy that uh, takes way less time and is way less expensive. In fact, it's actually free. So. The alternative proof of concept strategy that I recommend to people is a simple email or Facebook group survey to your existing audience. Um, if you don't, if you don't already have your own list or your own Facebook group, but you have, you know, contacts or people in your network who will be mailing out for you who do have your audience, um, you could speak with them about running the survey there. It's really, really simple. All it is, it's a basic survey. Let's say, for example, you have uh, three different types of supplements that you're considering making. Um, you would have the price the same for all of them across the board, so that price is not a factor. Uh, it's not a variable. It's it's the con it's the control, right? So you'd say, you know, I'm looking to make. I'm thinking about making a supplement to help you with X for this price. Would you buy it? Yes or no? Looking to make a supplement. You're thinking about making a supplement that can help you with Y. Uh, it'll be this price. Would you buy this? Yes or no? That's it. And and when you do that. Uh, to your email list, your Facebook group, or whatever other you know uh, traffic channels you have access to for your audience, um, that can give you a really good sense of whether or not your proof of concept will be, uh, you know, makes makes sense and will be uh, will come to fruition because people will have already told you, literally yes or no, if they want to buy this product uh, from you or not. Such a good idea because you know, and people are going to be inclined to be honest too, right? Because you haven't spent the money to, uh, you know, create the offer, so you're really asking them before. So it's exactly, it's yeah. And you and you don't you don't have to go through all the bells and whistles of trying to launch a new offer, um, in in the event that you want to go that that route. Right. Um, but there are also downsides to going white label on demand, and this is something we're going to talk a lot about. Uh, the main one being you don't have control over your formulation, right? You're literally picking a, a, a generic formulation uh, from a catalog that a lot of other people are using, and you're just putting your own label on it. You actually had no, uh, you had no say. Um, you had no role in the creation of that product whatsoever, except you pointed at something in a catalog and said, just put my label on this, right? So because of that, that formulation is likely not optimized and customized, for your specific audience, for your specific customers, and the pain points you're looking to help them solve um, the way you're looking to solve them. So uh, to use uh, our, our supplements from uh, Health and Happiness, for example, um, the research that I did, and this includes research from places like Stanford and Oxford, turns out 
that the exact same hormones that get released in the brain that set off the, the stress response and, and make us stressed out are literally the same ones that actually keep us from falling asleep at night. The same ones that keep us from uh, staying asleep at night. The ones um, that make our, our mind race and actually uh, significantly decrease how much REM sleep and deep sleep we get every night. So what did I do on myself? I found ingredients and ways to block those hormones or that we, we call them sleep blockers from actually getting released, right? A traditional sleep support, generic sleep support supplement is not going to do that, right? As a result, that formulation, if you're going white label on demand, likely will lack market differentiators. You won't be able to stand out in a crowded market. Um, and, and within that, finding a unique mechanism, a truly unique mechanism for your copy becomes much more difficult. Another thing that you, you want to bear in mind there is because this is part of a catalog, there are going to be a lot of other uh, offer owners uh, in the supplement space who will have the exact same formula as you. And especially if you're in a really crowded uh, vertical, a really crowded type of supplement that you're going to be selling, um, it just makes things, it's, it's like you're just fighting even more of an uphill battle, right? Because you're just using a, a, the same formula that a lot of other people uh, are using and it's not really doing you any good. Um, another thing to bear in mind is if it can be three different things, five different things, it's none of them. So the way a lot of these white label catalogs work is they will have um, a certain type of supplement as a header. Let's say, uh, let's say weight loss, for example or gut health. And then they'll have a list of their different pre-made blends that they've named and they'll be and then you can choose from those. However, there's overlap, right? So like formula A may be uh, under mood support, it may be under immunity support, it may be under gut health and who knows what else. So yes, the the, the nerd in me says yes, you could you could make potentially an argument that because 70% of the immune system is housed in the gut, that a gut health product could be an immune product and vice versa or an energy product. But the reality is if you're truly creating like the best gut health product you can, or the best immune health product or um, energy, whatever, whatever the type of supplement is, you want to make sure it's truly designed to solve that exact problem, right? Because from my perspective, if you're saying, oh, well, this could easily be sold as five different types of supplements, then from my perspective, it's not any of those supplements. Because if you're going to sell even one kind of supplement, it has to be designed specifically for that purpose. So why are formulations so important? Um, in my personal and professional opinion, it's the first, second, and third concern when launching a supplement offer, uh, whether it's you know your first offer or your 15th. Um, there's a lot of supplements out there that have great marketing and have, have really good uh formulations and, and they get good results from your customers, but there's also a lot of supplements out there that have great marketing. Um, they scale like crazy, but uh, their formulations are seriously, seriously lacking. Um, and this is a really, really big problem. So I'm about to share uh, what may be a controversial opinion. Um, I don't mean anything. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to, to, to ruffle any feathers. This is just how I personally feel from my experiences in, in my life with my health challenges as well as my experiences um, working with, with some, some, some of the biggest names in the supplement industry uh, in direct response. Um, and, and that's that, like, look, I'm, I'm a capitalist, right? I am all about making, making money and making as much money as I can, just like we all are. But I want to do that by actually helping people and adding genuine value to people's lives. If I'm not adding genuine value, I don't want I don't want any financial compensation in return. There's a lot of formulations out there that, quite frankly, I think some of these companies are stealing from people. Um, they know that you know their their products will cost you know some of them are as low as like a dollar fifty, two dollars a bottle, and they'll sell them for like serious, serious like even even greater than the four to x, uh, four to eight x markups. Um, that most supplement uh, products sell at. Most supplement products sell between four to eight times whatever your cost of goods uh, plus shipping are. Those are your, your typical margins. Um, and I'm all about you know feeding your family and your, your team's family, but if you have products that you know aren't going to get people the results you're claiming, and yet you're you know selling them at all, let alone at the prices that some of them are, um, that's a huge issue. Um, and, and my, my controversial opinion is that, you know, if, if you're only looking to, if you only want to make money and that's perfectly fine, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if, if you're only 
your only motivation for starting an offer is to make money and that's it, please choose a different type of offer. That's all I ask. Please don't make a supplement because we have a responsibility to help as many people as we can, as much as we can. And many supplements out there um, help people. But there are also many that don't help people um, and some that actually even harm people. I won't name any names, but I've seen them. I've seen them out there and I know they exist. So if you don't want to truly help people too, on top of making a lot of money, um, then please pick a different type of offer because these are supplements. These, the, this is people's, people's health, people's lives we're talking about here. Um, it shouldn't even, I shouldn't even need to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway, just because I, I've, I've, I've just seen this too many times. Um, it's, it's not worth it for you or your customers to do that if you don't want to genuinely, truly help them as well. Um, but you can. You can have really, really great win-win situations um, that help you grow your business and help your customers' lives improve at the same time. So um, that kind of touches on uh, the first one of the, the problems with the average or subpar formulas. And that's simply that those products aren't making the difference they can make, right? Um, as, as someone who's literally saved his life and has helped multiple times with supplements, and I've seen the, the same happen for many other people, um, I take this very, very seriously, and, and you should too. Um, we have a responsibility to, to make a difference. Um, and when you have products that aren't up to snuff, you're not able to make the difference that, that you can make with your products. Um, and kind of to expand on that, you know, Given how talented we all are at, at marketing, at copy, at sales, at traffic, customer acquisition, all of it, we have the ability to literally reach millions of people. It's your responsibility. It's our responsibility as an industry, as a collective, to use our powers for good so we can change thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of lives for the better. Um, I, was, I was talking with uh, Craig Clemens from Golden Hippo uh, the beginning of last year. Uh, pre pre COVID uh, in January of 2020, and he was talking about how uh, when you can crack cold traffic, you can change the world. He didn't say when you can crack cold traffic, you can make a bunch of money, that, which is also true. You you very much can when you can crack cold traffic. But he said when you can crack cold traffic, you can change the world because as as long as you truly truly believe in your product, what you're putting out there, there's no limit to how successful you can be uh, when you're able to 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 crack cold traffic. So I actually have a, a personal uh, experience with everything that, that Craig was saying. So my, I don't know if the, how accurate these stats are, but I believe if you're on like um, uh, auto ship or subscribe and save, basically supplement continuity, the, the average retention rate, stick rate is somewhere between two to four months. Um, so a few years ago, my mom was watching a video. It was a Golden Hippo VSL, not knowing it was a VSL. She realized that the problems they were talking about were problems that she actually had been struggling with. So she bought the product. And to this day, like four years later, my mom has been on auto ship and continuity with Golden Hippo on that product literally every month for the last four years because it makes that much of a difference in her life. And I actually have products myself, a couple of products that I've been on continuity every month for the last four or five years, right? That's insane. The reason why? because those products make such a profound impact and difference on my life, right? And obviously, there's a lot that, that can do for your business, which we'll, uh, we'll, we'll touch on shortly. So, you know, if you, if you skimp on, on formulations or getting the, the product done right, um, you're selling yourself short. But you're not only selling yourself short, you're selling your customers short too. Uh, and here's why. One, your supplement company, your brand, and, and there is a, a difference there that we, that we could get into, um, won't grow to the level it could. It won't grow to the level it can. And you're basically putting a ceiling on on how successful your supplement company, uh, your supplement brand, or your supplement offer uh, can be. And we've touched on this a little bit already, but um, you won't be able to help as many people as you're capable of helping uh, if if your products aren't getting the results that people deserve, that your customers deserve. And as a result of not being able to help as many people as you're capable of helping, um, you, from a business perspective, you won't make as much money as you're capable of making, right? So higher quality products lead to better results for your customers. Better results for your customers leads to more reorders, more rebills. More reorders and rebills leads to higher customer lifetime value. Um, and as we know, you know, technically, I'm in the supplement industry. Technically, I'm in the health industry or the health business. 
But as we all know in direct response, the fact of the matter is when you look at it operationally at our core, we're in the customer acquisition business, right? So the more we can spend to acquire a customer as a result of having a higher customer lifetime value, the more customers we can bring into our world, right? The more we can grow our business. Um, just a quick side note. Um, I, I don't get anything from this, but if you if you have any issues with uh, with tracking uh, LTV or you wanna you wanna level that up, um, just just send me a, a message or an email, um, and I'll, I can connect you with one of my business partners who's a he's a former NASA software engineer who created an absolutely incredible uh, Cusper LTV tracking and analysis software. But anyway, the whole point is right. The higher quality products, uh, the the more you have, the more people are gonna reorder your products, which means you're gonna have a higher LTV, which means you can spend more to acquire a customer which means you can acquire more customers, right? And as a result of that, the more money your supplement makes overall, the longer you can stay in business, right? Because there's a lot of supplement offers that maybe they'll, they'll last for like a year, good ones for a couple of years, but like, what if you could last longer than that? What if you could actually create something that's sustainable over time because you're bringing in so many people? And even if you're not bringing in a ton of people, the people you're bringing in, they keep reordering. They keep reordering that lifetime value just keeps going up because you're giving them such a great experience and providing such great results for them with your products, right? So uh, when I work with someone, I don't like to get, my, this is my rule. I don't get behind something unless I feel comfortable personally taking it myself and putting it in my own body. Because um, that, because to me, that's like, that should be the litmus test um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I'm all about win-win situations. And this is the ultimate win-win situation because your income increases as your customer lifetime value increases. Yet all of that stuff that is, you know, building your business, your bank account, your ability to support your family and your team's families, while all that's going on, your customer's quality of life increases at the exact same time. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's incredible. It's, it's a win-win. Every single person in that scenario is winning. So uh kind of touched on this with uh with uh my conversation with craig clemens but uh, eben pagan who's a, a nine-figure entrepreneur uh, said something several years ago that really stuck with me he said if you start a business and this is about long term right he said if you start a business just to make money you'll fail and you'll fail miserably if you start a business to create a good product or service you can be successful sometimes very successful but if you start a business to genuinely change people's lives for the better there is no limit to how successful you can be. I'm gonna read that last line again. If you start a business to genuinely change people's lives for the better, there is no limit to how successful you can be. It's not a coincidence that Golden Hippo and BioTrust are 400 plus million dollar a year companies, you know, growing every day. It's not a coincidence. They put the product first, they put their people first, and their customers first, and it shows, right? So. From my perspective, uh, personal and professional, the ultimate competitive advantage in the supplement industry when you're launching a supplement offer is really, really simple. And yet, for whatever reason, um, some folks overlook it and, and others don't. And that's just having a higher quality product, right? Doesn't need to be the most expensive product, just it needs to be something that's really gonna work and gonna work well for whatever problem or pain point you're trying to help your customers solve. So the higher quality your product is, as we kind of talked about, the more people you can attract. So using uh, Health and Happiness, um, my company, and our XLPM uh, and XL products as examples, there's a reason why the doctor who won Functional Medicine Doctor of the Year and Regenerative Medicine Practice of the Year takes both of our supplements every morning, every night. There's a reason he endorses them publicly. There's a reason he recommends them to his patients when that's literally part of his job to recommend nutraceuticals to his patients to help them address the root cause of some of the issues and struggles they're having. There's a reason why people in direct response industry have told me that um, our products are the only ones that they will take and the only ones they'll share with the people they love. Now, I don't, I'm not saying this to brag, I'm not saying this to you know, talk about how, how great I think my products are, although I do take them both every morning and every night without fail. Um, I'm telling you this because I want you to think about something for a second, okay? Imagine what kind of impact this could have on your supplement company, your brand, if hundreds, thousands, or even millions of people are singing your product's praises like this. It's just, it, it does all of the, it does all the selling for you. It's like, it's like built-in marketing. 
and social proof. And yet it's all real people whose lives are really changing. Um, Craig also mentioned something uh, he ran us through, uh, he ran, uh, he ran, uh, we were at an event, um, afterwards and, and he ran us through an exercise where like you're imagining, close your eyes and imagine, you know, a Super Bowl stadium full of people, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people and more and more of these stadiums full of people who are all just singing your praises about how much your product has changed their, their life and how many more people those people know that they're going to tell about your product. Oh, you're struggling with, with sleep too. Oh, you got to try this. Oh, you, uh, you're having digestive issues too. You got to try this, right? When you have, that's the kind of, that's when you can really scale because in addition to all your paid marketing efforts, you have these organic efforts just simply from your own tribe singing your praises that much. And when that happens, your reach, your income, your impact, they all skyrocket. And if you look at what entrepreneurs truly are, the definition is not people just looking to make money. We all want to make money. That goes like we all we all know that, right? But an entrepreneur at their core is a problem solver, right? They're trying to create a solution to a problem. So how many people you can reach, how much money you're able to make uh, to create the life you want for yourself and your family and to help support your team's families as well, the amount of impact you're able to create in the world to really benefit others, all of those things skyrocket when you have a high quality product. So uh, real quick, so once you have your formulation dialed in, um, you go through uh, the RFQs from manufacturers, just like in direct response, there's a lot of three letter acronyms in the supplement industry. So RFQs are requests for quotes. So you'll get requests for costing quotes from different manufacturers to find uh, who's gonna be the best fit for you, um, what types of raw materials, um, meaning like the actual ingredients that are going into your formulations uh, they have, what their MOQs are. MOQs are minimum order quantities. Um, most manufacturers require a minimum of 4,000 to 5,000 units uh, per order. Um, I work with some that they can get down to 2,000, I think, and or less. And then you can go all the way up to, you know, 20,000, 50,000 units when you're really, really scaling, right? Um, and getting your, your purchase order placed. And we'll, we'll get into some of that in a, in a second too. Um, and then after you have your formulation dialed in, you have your manufacturer uh, picked. And there are some manufacturers, most manufacturers can do every type of supplement, um, but some I've found are better with capsules, whereas others uh, I prefer for, for powders um, with like the natural flavors that they can create and the way that they can actually um, mask the, the taste of, of certain ingredients blended together and things like that. So then the next thing is uh, inventory and fulfillment, right? So we kind of touched on this uh, earlier. The appeal of white label on demand for uh, first time supplement offer owners is that there's no cash upfront for inventory, which I totally understand because depending on, um, you know, a question I, I get a lot is how much is, is, is a supplement going to cost? Well, I couldn't fully answer that because there are a lot of variables, right? You have your formulation itself. How many ingredients are in there? What kinds of ingredients? Um, within those certain kinds of ingredients, are any of them going to be branded ingredients? So you can leverage their uh, their some of their studies and, and marketing and their credibility. Those are going to be a little bit more expensive. What are the dosages of the ingredients um, that you're going to need? What are your MOQs? Are you ordering 5,000 units, 10,000, 20,000? Are you doing a, a smaller test and you're doing like, you know, 2000, right? All of those, uh, all of those uh, factor in. Um, but, you know, it, it can get a first run of inventory. It can go anywhere from, you know, depending on how many units you're buying, eight, nine thousand dollars up to 150. If you're buying, you know, 10,000, 20,000 units of like a really, really expensive uh, formulation uh, or product that has a, that's that's expensive to make relatively. Right, so there, but there's a huge, huge range, but it's also a lot of money, right? That you could be invest, you could be investing in other parts of your business. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I always tell my supplement consulting clients is my job is to eliminate as many headaches from you as possible, so you can focus on the stuff that you do best. But we can still get this this supplement offer off the ground. And I tell them there are ways around this uh, this inventory cash upfront problem. The solution is to find what I call comprehensive fulfillment partners. So from my perspective, a comprehensive fulfillment partner, they don't just ship out and fulfill your products. They offer uh, complementary uh, services that can, uh, that can help make your life easier. And like what I try to do for my consulting clients, um, eliminate as many headaches as possible so you can focus on what you do 
best, right? So within that, um, try to find comprehensive fulfillment partners who are willing to offer on-demand support or inventory support. Um, this is one of the things that I also help my, my clients with uh, when you have the right uh, relationships um, and, and contacts, you can make this happen. So what is inventory support or on-demand support? Uh, from my perspective, it's the best of both worlds between white labeling on demand and having a high quality product. Um, what this means is the uh, fulfillment partner, you know, like I said, if you have the right relationships, track record, et cetera, they can purchase the inventory on your behalf. So you don't have to spend a single penny on inventory and you still only pay on demand. You only pay whenever you make a sale or at, at the end of the month when you get your, your bill from your fulfillment partner. Only difference being, you know, they may mark up the cost of goods by a dollar just so they can make a little bit of margin on, on having invested uh, in your in your inventory uh, in your business on your behalf. Um, but given the fact, as I kind of mentioned earlier, that um, supplements typically sell from anywhere between four to eight times what your cost of goods uh, plus shipping equals, um, you have plenty of plenty of room uh, in your margin for that for that extra dollar. So uh, as this is as this is going on, uh, kind of in tandem, you can be creating your uh, your marketing assets, your funnel, your copy, stuff like that. Um, and then obviously, compliance is a big thing. Um, and in, in the supplement industry, compliance is more than just your copy. Uh, goes without saying, you want to make sure that you're being FDA and FTC compliant. Um, and within that, you want to cite your sources, just like you're you're back in school. Uh, but you want to make sure that your studies line up, right? So by that, I mean um, studies to support certain claims need to use dosages equal to or greater than what you have in your formula. So I'll give you an example of, of what that means. So let's say you're trying, uh, you're selling like, let's say an energy supplement, right? And you're trying to find a study that says uh, ingredient X, you know, boosts energy like this. And you find a study that says, oh, ingredient X boosts energy like this. Perfect. But that study used 400 milligrams. Uh and your product only has 125. Well, then you're going to want to find another study that uses 125 milligrams or less, so that your uh, your numbers actually match up. Really good. And, um, as I had said, kind of a second ago, uh, compliance in the supplement industry is a lot more than just your copy, and a big part of it is labels. Um, you know what you can and can't say on labels, the way things are laid out. There's even um, uh, you didn't need to check on this, but I, I think there's even a new rule that says branded ingredients may not be allowed uh, in um, in ingredient in supplement fact panels, like the ingredients list uh, anymore, which is kind of ironic because companies invest in branded ingredients because it lends more credibility to their formula and and the quality of the product and things like that. But it's also why, because these things are always changing, it's also why, um, when I work with my supplement consulting clients, I, I also work with uh, the top uh, FDA compliance expert in the industry just to make sure everything is, is always above board because the last thing you want is to have something like this where, you know, you're not covered. Um, you, there's other kinds of documentation, things like called substantiation files that you can invest in or create, which is basically for a certain number of claims that you're, uh, that you're going to be making with your supplement. You'll have studies um, like the one, like what I mentioned that are that completely back up every claim you have um, in the event that the FDA comes, you can say, hey, look, I have these substantiation files. Another thing that you would want to do, uh, you get from the manufacturer, something called uh, uh, MMR, which is uh, Master Manufacturing Records. It's essentially um, documents saying whatever we say is in this formulation is actually in this batch so that so that everything is, is fully covered uh, and above board. Uh, once you have that, handled, uh, then you can go through the uh, the uh, the MIDS acquisition process, getting your merchant processors. Um, that process typically only takes a couple of weeks uh, when you're working with the right uh, merchant brokers who, who have the contacts in the, uh, in the nutraceutical industry who are experienced with supplements. Um, and then after that, you know, you finish creating your marketing assets, your copy, your funnel, uh, you secure your, your traffic, uh, like with the amazing team uh, over at MaxWeb. Um, and then you start running the traffic and then you're off to the races and testing and optimizing and doing what you can to, to grow your offer. So um, if you have any questions uh, about anything or want to chat about anything, 
uh, you can just find me on Facebook or you can email me at sam at healthandhappinesslabs.com, all, all one word. Um, and I'm happy to help uh, answer any questions that you might have or, or help in, in any way that I can. How great. Sam, if you don't mind, I'll ask someone from the team to, um, you know, actually add your uh, your email to the to the thread because then it's going to be super easy for everyone to copy and uh, send you an email. Oh, perfect. We'll do that. Oh my gosh, so much great information, and I'm I'm so grateful you you know you touch based um, on the fulfillment side, but also compliance, right? Because uh, you know the example with the study and the milligrams was paramount. We've we've seen it so many times where really good product owners uh, were not very careful with the studies, and you know it, it cost everyone a lot of hassle on the on the traffic and everything else. So. I'm so glad that you gave us, you know. Yeah, it's really, it's really important. I know it's not, I know it's not sexy. I know it's not flashy, um, but it's, but it's, it's important. And, and especially with the direction that uh, I, I feel direct response is headed. And I think for the, I think for good reasons, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, I know we, you know, compliance can be, can be difficult at times. It can, it can make things uh, challenging for us on the marketing side and on the traffic side. Um, but the reality is it's it's there for a reason and it's there to make sure that people have a positive experience and that people aren't misled. So, you know, we want to do things the right way. So that it's really important to have that stuff in there. And there's there's so much more that goes into it than what I just touched on briefly. But um, yeah, it's it's important to to address for sure. I agree. And I'm, you know, I, I, I really want to say this because, you know, Sam made such a good point and I agree, you know, we're capitalists. We love to make money. It's normal, right? We're business people. But that has never, you know, excluded the fact that we need to be good people that sell good products, right? Uh, people confuse. I mean, I'm such a proud, uh, you know, CEO of an affiliate network. We are all about, you know, making flashy ads and, you know, uh, writing those quizzes that really get people to click. And that's okay. Being a really good marketer and using all the tricks in the book to market your product, that's fine. But the basis, the product should be something, you know, that's good. And it's it's something that people actually uh, get benefits from buying. Right. So we're not saying, you know, don't be, you know, a great marketer and use tricks to, you know, sell. Right. Well, that's well, that's why that's why I personally believe that like, the biggest the biggest company in our space is Golden Hippo. They have world class copy paired with world class products and they really care. Like it's that it's that simple. You know, it's why it's why my mom's been on one of their products every month for the last four years. Not because it doesn't help her, because it makes a really big impact in her life and her health. Hundred percent, hundred percent, right? So I know a lot of uh, our affiliates. Um, actually, a few of them uh, switched to being product owners uh, the last two years, and that's because it always seems like so much easier for the product owners, right? And naturally the same way product owners think being an affiliate is easy right just buy the traffic just create the blogs that's it so if you don't mind let's you know break it down and go back to the first step you know i'm john i'm an affiliate but i want to start a supplements business should i first think about you know writing the content or should i start researching fulfillment houses you know, I so have. So you're saying if you're an, this is an affiliate who wants to become a supplement offer owner. Uh, I would do neither of those things first. Actually, um, first I would determine what sort of product you're going to sell, um, and part of that is where you're going to sell it, right? So, like I said, if you already, if you're an affiliate, and you already have uh, your own email lists. Um, you can run surveys. Uh, to or blog-based surveys to those or survey-based blog, sorry, uh, to those lists. Um, if you already have, you know, info products, um, mail out to your existing list or your Facebook groups. Or if you don't have a list, um, you don't have an info product. Uh, if you have, I can assure you that you have people in your network who will mail out for you, who have the customers that you're ultimately looking for. 
So I would actually determine what sort of product you're making first, what type of product you want to make uh, first. Once you determine what kind of product you're, you want to make, then that's why I focus so much time on formulation because you have to actually get that formulation dialed in. Once it's dialed in, then you go to the, the manufacturer. Um, you go to different manufacturers, get the, the request for quotes so you can get the different prices, uh, see what their, their MLQs are, their minimum order quantities. Um, and then at that point, you know, once you already have that stuff dialed in, you know what kind of product it is, the formulation is locked in, um, you know the manufacturer, or at least the two manufacturers you're, you're you know, kind of choosing between, or maybe more, you have that, have that uh, more or less dialed in. Then I would then I would go uh, to uh, fulfillment partners um, because there is you know there is a method to the madness so to speak um, and you know we want to do things in order um, because if you're just creating content it's like you can create content that's great but for all you know you're going to be selling a completely different product in three months right. Love it. And I ask because, you know, I've seen it all and I've seen people that haven't, uh, you know, thought the process through well and they started creating the, the funnels and the videos and they spend a lot of money on, you know, a great BSL. And then they realize that, well, wait a minute, my actual ingredients should have been different. Well, that's that's another reason why I do what I do. Right. So my, my goal with my consulting business is to eliminate um, my clients headaches, as many headaches as I possibly can. So that they can focus on the stuff that they uh, that, that that they do best and, and that they want to do, um, you know, some of them I, I help guide them and advise them and 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 teach them. Um, in some cases, I do I do a little bit of that plus actually just doing a lot of the work for them, kind of done done for you, so to speak, so that they can just kind of get everything uh, off the ground. Um, but it's important because when I you know I I spent years writing copy in the supplement industry and I had a supplement coaching background uh, before I even got into marketing um, on the health side of things. And yet starting my first supplement company was, you know, there were some growing pains, right? There's, there's a lot more involved than people think. Um, but I didn't do it completely on my own. I had, fortunately, I had a, I had a guide and mentor who helped show me the way. And I was like, wow, like this is, this was so powerful. This was so helpful. And then I had, um, I had clients of mine on the copy side. I was writing their supplement copy. Um, they were launching their products for the first time, and they actually needed my help in getting their supplements off the ground. And so I start. That's actually how I got into the consulting part of it. Is I started. I started helping my copy clients uh, get their supplements uh, made, uh, dial in the formulations, help them with all the stuff that I help my 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 compliments, my uh, my uh, sorry, my uh, clients supplements. Right. <laughs> This is great. If you don't mind, let's take a few questions. Yeah, absolutely. Up, which I love. I always love good questions. All right. So, John, how much does it cost to start a supplement business? That is such a loaded question. Uh, it's I a good question, it. but it's a loaded question because it depends on so many different factors, right? Like if you're white labeling on demand um, and you're not creating your own formulation, um, you're not partnering with a a, a specific fulfillment partner you're just having everything fulfilled by that that white label on demand service you know you could be spending your costs could be you know you're going to spend 2400 uh, for a year roughly for a year of uh, dietary supplement insurance um you know supplement label reviews for fda compliance are about 300 400 bucks um then you'll have uh you know your whatever your, your marketing costs are, right, for uh, funnel copy and, and funnel creation, that sort of thing. Um, it depends on whether or not, you know, you're going to have a, a paid spokesperson um, endorsing being the face of your brand. Um, you know, there's so many different factors. Um, but, uh, you know, and versus like, you know, if you're like, I have clients who they pay for their inventory 100% themselves, right? They place the purchase orders themselves. I also have clients who they want to do go the inventory support route, where the inventory is covered uh, for them, um, which can obviously take a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of pressure off, and also allow a lot more uh, resources to be put towards things like like spokespeople, um, you know, VSL creation, uh, or you know, other kind of whatever guidance they they need or whatever um, things like that. 
So there's a there's a really big range. I wish I could give I wish I could give a specific range of what it costs, but it just depends on so many different factors and the the direction someone is uh, specifically taking. Well, that's that's a good start, though. I mean, even you know having that twenty four hundred dollars a year, if you're if you want to go the easy route, it's uh, it's it's helpful to know. And it really ties in with Adam's question, Sam. How much do you estimate budget for a doctor endorsement of a supplement brand? So um, that can vary. So for me, I, I, I had the good fortune of, uh, so the, the award-winning doctor who takes our supplements and, and endorses them, uh, he was actually a, a former copy client of mine. And, uh, you know, he is a functional medicine, regenerative medicine specialist. And he and I just hit it off from our very first conversation because I basically, cre I basically healed myself using the same methods that he would of functional medicine, natural regenerative, regenerative practices. So we actually already had a relationship and he started trying the supplements and he, he made us a video in endorsing the products and saying that he would recommend them to his patients. Um, so that was my personal uh, situation. Um, it depends on what, who you're going after, right? Like if it's a, if it's a celebrity doctor, like they have like, hypothetically, if you're going after like, let's say like a Dr. Oz or someone who's huge, that's mm -hmm. going to be a very different conversation than, than many other doctors out there. Um, there's different ways to go about it. One is just a flat fee. Uh, you'd be surprised at how many physicians for like $5,000, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't all that much, especially if you're scaling, um, would be willing to, to do that. Um, maybe 10,000. Another way that you can do it is like a per bottle uh, royalty, right? So, you know, like 50 cents a bottle or something like that. Um, or you can do a, a combination of like a, if it's a really, if it's like a bigger name doctor or like a really, really credible uh, individual and you're like, I want to give this person as much as I can, then you could do something like a flat fee plus maybe a, a per bottle uh, royalty as well. Awesome. I like that. And I do, I can confirm from working with, you know, wonderful product owners in our space, flat fees work, right? Uh, and I, I'm putting Michelle's comment up here too, because uh, she had an endorsement with a doctor um, and he was doing like 85 per unit or a dollar. That works yeah. also, but we've seen flat fees, like Sam said, even $10,000. And I know it sounds like you know, high amounts. However, in the long scheme of things, if your offer is good and you have the traffic, you're going to be happy if you negotiated to have a flat fee uh, rather than, you know, every, every sale. Oh, but yeah. I mean, think about it. Think about it this way, right? Like, yes, they have world-class copy and they have world-class products. That goes without saying. But Golden, but Golden Hippo would look very different if Dr. Stephen Gundry was not their spokesperson. It was just someone else, right? With with Beverly their with their Beverly Hills MD brand. If it was just a just someone, you know, even if it was just whatever kind of uh, some some doctor from um, I don't know from a small town in Iowa, for example, it's not gonna it's not gonna have nearly the same effect as having Dr. Stephen Gundry or you know one of the top uh, top doctors in Beverly Hills, right? Absolutely. I, I completely agree. Uh, Jonathan, what are some examples of uh, meat brokers? Great question. Great question. Because we touch based upon a lot of things, but not processing, right? So if you're trying to sell something online, you have to be able to process the payments online, right? Yeah, we, we, we touched on it briefly. Uh, when you mean examples, um, you mean like people? So mid, what the, the brokers are just, you know, they're, they're, they're people who have relationships with all of these different um, different sized banks uh, who do who do processing for uh, for you know e-commerce businesses um, in different industries specifically and you want to work with people who have who have you know relationships uh, which which uh, that are in the the nutraceutical space because like I said they are ingestible products so there's a higher amount of risk involved um, and you don't want to deal with um, obviously you don't want to deal with chargebacks and you also don't want to deal with um, you know, processing rates uh, that are even higher and, and tearing into your margins even more. Yep, exactly. And Jonathan, like, I, you know, on top of my head, I know one, it's called getpayment.com. 
uh, if you go to that website, I know it specifically because they help a lot of product owners. What they do, they help you get processing, right? Because yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, there's there's a there's a good amount of people out there. Uh, there's a couple of guys that I work with too. Um, yeah. And you you know we can introduce you to someone because you have that uh, you know which is a a great safe route. But if you want, you can get payment processing online using uh, you know companies like uh, Buy Goods or ClickBank or people that do that for you, right? I yeah. Think the only the only thing with that though um, is that their rates are exponentially higher. So right. like, for instance, like we were comparing rates between, I think it was like 3.5% and like 3.8%. Um, but some of those other platforms are seven and a half percent to 10%. Right. right. And that's something to bear in mind as well. It's like, yeah, you may not need to, you know, acquire that, the, the, the merchants yourself, but it's really not that hard when you're working with a merchant broker. It's actually pretty darn easy. It's actually really easy. Um, and there's nothing against those those platforms. They're both good plat platforms. I know people, both of those companies, they do really awesome stuff. And for some some uh, some offer owners, they're a perfect fit. Um, but you also have to bear in mind, you know, what are your other costs and how much how much more are you willing to to take off of your margins? Yep, absolutely. I'll take this new, next one quickly uh, to Hain. asking about. Uh, for promoting supplements, offer which type of landing page are best? Where um, <laughs> Sam's offer actually has a really good landing page, so you know we take a look at that. Usually on our campaign page, if you look at the first, uh, um, you know the first page, you're going to see ten really strong offers. Um, Sam is going to be one of them. Uh, you can get a feel of the type of landing pages that customers like, right? Um, and how much money you should be spending if you want to test an offer on PPC search campaign? It depends on the offer to hit. Um, your account manager at Maxwell will give you the best offer that's going to be good for PPC, right? But let's pretend you're going to start with um, X offer. Um, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, don't go crazy. Even with native, I usually tell super affiliates to have a cap of like 500 bucks because you should know fairly easy if an offer is going to convert or not, right? So you can ping me after the podcast. I, I just, I hate for anyone to think we're, you know, ignoring them, but we can really specifically help with this question on this end, um, on max of that, right? So... Adam, drop Sam's offer link. Absolutely. We will share that with you guys in the comments. And uh, we're very excited. It's, it's such a good offer. It's, it's a wonderful offer. I had two more questions for you, Sam, here. I, uh, I wrote them down uh, as people yeah. were reading them last night. So one of them was, um, hey, Sam, my name is Mark. I am thinking about starting a supplements business. I am not a great copywriter. One, do you think I should study and write the copy myself? Or two, should I just pay someone to do it? Um, as someone who, <laughs> who's been in the, uh, been a copywriter in the supplement space for, for years, um, I would say just pay someone. And here's, here's why. Um, I... When, when I first started uh, studying copy and writing copy, I was studying and writing seven days a week. Um, I, I went through all, I went through, you know, this, I went through a, a really, really in-depth course and I wrote my first VSL. And then what I did was I read um, six of the top copy books from the last 60 plus, actually maybe probably the last hundred years from, you know, scientific advertising and tested advertising methods and some of Dan, Dan Kennedy's books and Joe Sugarman's books. And it was like over 2000 pages. And I read them in about four weeks, five weeks. And I literally hand copied, um, hand copied, I think nine different full length sales letters by hand because it gets ingrained in your neural pathways deeper when you handwrite. And, um, that was just to barely, that was just to barely get my foundation. Right. And then I studied and invested um, ten, tens and tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars on coaches and mentors uh, and experience um, to get to my copy to the level that where it is, you know, now, hypothetically. Um, so 
in the amount of time that's going to take you to become a copywriter where you can write a, a high converting VSL or TSL in the supplement space, you could have launched multiple supplement offers many times over. Um, so basically it's a long winded way of saying, uh, in that situation, I would just invest in, in, in a copywriter. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. And Mark, you know, we'll, uh, there's a beautiful community. We, we know so many good copywriters we can introduce you to. Um, and I agree with Sam. I mean, it depends on what you want to do. I'm a huge fan of outsourcing. If it's not your superpower. I always say this, right? We we outsource if it's something we are, you know, not phenomenal at because there are brilliant people in our industry that have spent a long time getting, you know, uh, uh, getting to the point where they're impeccable at writing copy. So if you're good at the traffic side, which I know you are, <laughs> you're gonna focus on that, right? You keep focusing on and that's on and that's and that's exactly why why I do what I do, right? Is to help people in that situation or in those situations do what they do best, and they can still get you know offers off the ground with really great copy and high quality products. And not have to really worry about banging their head against the wall. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Like, that's that's why I do what I do, so that so that those people they don't they don't have to worry about that stuff. Um, because when you have that proven kind of blueprint, uh, it just makes things a lot easier, a lot more streamlined, a lot more effective. Yep, I I agree. Well, you guys, we are over the hour. I know we could we could be doing this for another hour, but now uh, Sam, you're just gonna have to come back. You'll have to join us on another podcast because, uh, oh my gosh, so many comments. Sorry, guys. I'm you know it's we have people listening into and uh, that will be that was great. Thank you. Yeah, and, and again, like I said, you know, if you have any questions on on about anything or, or want to connect on anything, just just shoot me an email or message me on Facebook, and I'm I'm happy to help however I can. A hundred percent. And we will share uh, Sam's email and, you know, his Facebook link and uh, the offer. We'll put it all in the, in the comments because I know you guys like to to have it there. So it's going to be super easy for you guys to reach out. Um, and same with us. You know, we're all here uh, ready to help. This is an offer I'm very excited for. Right. We I rarely say this unless we really believe in it. Uh, not just because Sam is a really uh, great human being. The product works. So imagine how beautiful it's gonna be when we scale it. How many people we're gonna help? Uh, you know, there are gonna, gonna be a lot more people, a uh, lot more people getting the sleep that they actually need, especially in crazy times like this. No, I need it too. So um, sign me up. I'm I'm a customer, right? Well, thank you, thank you, Sam, so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you. And to everyone listening, thank you for being here with us. Max Web Podcast, episode 13. We love you. You are wonderful. And if you want to listen to this later, you can do it on Facebook or YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. We will add all the links for you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sam.